talk about friends. Country been down so long, it's a must I win. Hold my place like cast iron, won't break, won't bend. Stuck them racks in our all black Camuto bag. Louis B. Drake, Dover Starch, Bowman Pants. Welcome to episode 20 of the First Rounders. God is not done with you, but we are. This your boy, <laughs> B. Willing, this your boy, B. Willingham, a.k.a. Dr. Neo Cortex. Hey, what's good, y'all? This is that boy, King Leon, a.k.a. Ronaldo Leon. Hope y'all boys doing good tonight. Hey, what's good, everybody? This is your boy, Young Clifton, a.k.a. The Real Reggie, a.k.a. It's Dr. Ivan Robotnik, not Eggman. Hey, yo. Hey, y'all. This special is Rivers, man. Checking in live one, one more time from Huntsville, Alabama. Let's go. Yes, yes. Let's get it, man. Hope y'all boys been um, having a good day today, man. About to crank this thing off. Another already another crazy, got another crazy episode today, man. Um, first, let's just start off on this on um, college football for on um, week two on these college football highlights, man. See that UGA, mm. they beat the hell out of UAB. You know what UAB? You, you know what UAB stands for? Ugly ass blacks. Ooh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you are <wild>, man. <laughs> and and Alabama. <laughs> And Alabama has agreed to play Mercer after um, after after um Alabama just destroyed Mercer. Alabama has agreed to play Mercer and Macon next year at nine o'clock at night, so the Alabama Damn. fans can get lost off of Mercer University <laughs> Mercer University Drive. Just <laughs> bad at night too, y'all. So. <laughs> ah yes, go right, do not go left. <laughs> Protect yourself. No, no, since we started on these type of games, man, you know, it's crazy, you know, all, all these. In fact, we already said it, man. And we also peeped it. Or if anybody who liked college football, they peeped that these second weekends usually turn out real, real, real boo-boo. Yes, it was. <laughs> we were like, we were seeing HBCUs and these big money check games getting drilled all of a sudden, man, that making teams like Auburn look like. You know the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the, but the truth. I'm still holding. I'm still holding reservations on Auburn because again, when you're beating Alabama State down, I'm 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 sorry, man. I I, I still got to see what you're going to do. You play another P5 opponent, so you got them being beat down, man. South Carolina State got stunned by by Clemson. It's still an overall, especially if you're a big fan of the sport, not really a banner weekend. But there were some, you know, there were some, you know, big games that still got played, man. There were some good competitive ones, and there were some with some with, with some real surprises that happened. And one of the surprises that I want to get into, guys, and there's a question that I just want to, I, I, I just want to just throw out there and just ask if, and this is for our listeners first, though, if we have any Texas Longhorn fans in our listening. You know, audience who regularly listens to the Armbar Chronicles. I just gotta ask y'all: Are y'all sure that the SEC what y'all want in life? Thank you, Mitt. The um, first rounders, <laughs> man. What is that? What did I say? Yeah, Armbar Chronicles. But yeah, you might want to just say them too for oh. Armbar Chronicles. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, you're, 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 yeah. Armbar coming back. That's why, man. Yeah. No, no. 
no, yeah. no. I'm I'm gonna answer that for the Midwest, South, whatever you want to call it. Them motherfuckers don't want no problems. And they don't want any problems with the SEC, bro. Yeah, and Texas be- worked for sure. Texas lost to Arkansas, forty to twenty-one. And can I say, hey, can I say something right quick? Then I'm gonna let y'all continue about Texas. Yeah, man. My cousin Ozzy, Texas. He was um raised up in Texas. I'm sorry, Ozzy, but um we're gonna be talking about Texas, man. So this one might yes, you might want to um <laughs> you might want to fast forward this until we um until we get to the NFL part. So I'm just letting you know. Yeah, y'all going to continue. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So just, just for that, yeah, that, that disclaimer. Got that out, man. But but yeah, they they not only did they you know lose to Arkansas badly, but you lost to the worst team in the SEC West by far. Badly. Again, a- ask yourselves this. Ask yourselves this: Is this really what y'all want to see from your team? I mean, because again, yeah, I get it. Everybody wants to ride the SEC coattails because the SEC is is, is where all is where all the money is. We're chasing money now in this new era of college football. That's all it is. It's just the hanger on syndrome. But if it's going to be at the cost of your team looking like a bunch. Looking like a bunch of JV high schools. Again, do you want to see Mississippi State come up in your crib and eat your food? Raise your kids and feed your dog? This is what you want to like. Because this is what's going to happen after 2025, guys. I can guarantee you that. They're going to, like I said, y'all are going to be, y'all are going to be looking unfamiliar unfamiliar, you know, to, to to these schools, and these schools are going to be coming up in your crib, raising your family. Boy, the guy Reggie is talking. I see you, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Ronaldo, we just get started with this, bro. I see you, my dude. Let's get started, baby. I see you. I mean, I I have questions after that game. I got questions, guys. I just got I'm gonna questions. Be, I'm gonna be the devil advocate for y'all right here for tonight. I and mean, I'm gonna say Texas can still can handle the SEC. Only reason why, because I feel the advantage is because of, it's because of Sart, Steve Sarkeesian having that knowledge of the inside of SEC, how SEC is built and, and ran and whatnot. It's gonna take him some time though, because it won't be it won't be all right good now. It's gonna take him some time for him to recruit the way he needs to recruit. Knowing, you know, learning off that, learning off that that garb of of Nick Saban, kind of breaking off that that energy and showing, you know, kind of spreading the wealth and kind of put, and putting it in his own route. It can, it can, it can. I feel like it can, it, it can work itself out, but it's not going to do it now. It's going to be a couple years from when it is, but they're going to be getting, they're going to be getting wrong, and they're going to be getting getting their ass whooped, and they're going to be looking at bad for a couple of times. But I feel like. It won't be as bad as you might think because Sarkeesian doing the thing and he's being there. Cool. That 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 that's that that'd be my counterpoint for that. 
This is exactly why we have the first round because yeah, we, we get we get we get different we get different viewpoints on, on, on the same on the same topic. So that's definitely yeah. a very new yeah. a very nuanced take on it. Yeah. I still got questions out here, guys. How the hell you lose to Arkansas? Arkansas. <laughs> they went three and seven last year. Three and seven. I yeah. think they put up pretty much at the bottom of the SEC West. Yeah, they were the yeah, they were the but last wanna, SEC West team. But y'all wanna claim that you're back. Man, sit your ass down. <laughs> Where's that on? We need to own. Oh, we need to insert my guy from Martin, man. Yeah, man. Sit your ass down. Yeah, angry man. Just come on in at this point and just say, sit your ass down. But that we ain't got Arkansas in the top 25. Yeah, I said they got a number next to their name. Yeah. So, hey, so, again, shout out to them. They're, they're one of the big winners, big winners of the weekend, man. Again, yeah. give credit where, where credit is due, man. Sam. Said Pippen might be doing some things down there, man. Yeah. I was I was very dubious of the of the high rap first, man. But hey, yeah. like I said, it looks like they're doing something right. Yeah, if, if they keep playing like this, that game against Georgia might be a little interesting. But Georgia's still gonna win. But I mean, it's gonna be a lot more interesting. Hey, man! So, any given Saturday, bro, yeah. you never know. You're gonna have we're gonna have different storylines like it's nothing, man. We wasn't expecting the first games to be the way they was, and we wasn't expecting a lot of stuff to be going down, man. But again, the college college football is way more um explosive than um than NFL, you know what I'm saying? So because you never know what can happen. Anything can just go down at, at any given moment, man. So it's just always gotta be aware. Just ask um ask Oregon. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's a little overrated, man. Guys. Mr. Day, what's going on? Guys, 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 that's crazy, man. Because we were, folks were ready to bury Oregon after they struggled with Fresno State. Yeah. State, you know, the first week, though. But I'm going to remind people, because, again, this if y'all don't take anything away from listening to us, besides besides four, which four Besides four young black brothers talking mad cash shit about these sports, it's no yeah. doubt we hopefully you, you're going to come back knowing a little something, something after you listen to us though. So you take that away, just take this away, and pay attention to this name if you're a fan of college football. Kalen DeBoer, the current coach of Fresno State, he's somebody else who's, who's going to definitely be on be on the rise in the next few years. If he doesn't get a Power Five job after this season. In the next couple of seasons, he's he's going to be one of the hotter names. So keep an eye out for Fresno State's current coach, man. It's definitely a very, it's a, a very bright. He has a very bright future ahead of him. So and of course, Fresno State has historically been one of the saltier G five programs. Anyway, one of the teams that you know that that, that if you're on your shit that night, they're going to make you pay. So like I said, oh, they yeah. weren't easy. They weren't easy out. But again, Oregon didn't look this good. That this good, you know, against an opponent that is supposed to be, again, Ohio State top four, expected a challenge for the college football playoff, and Oregon came to their house, and again, they Oregon came in, they ate their food, spanked their children, and even kicked the dog because <laughs> that game was not as close as as that final score indicated. Nope. Nah, it wasn't. It was, and, and they it, did it without their two best defensive players too. 
Thibodeau. So keep that in mind. Yes, indeed. Forgot about uh, what's his name? Um, Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah, Mr. Tib. They, they, they call nice. me Mr. Oh, yeah. Tib. <laughs> Good one, Ronaldo. Good one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he was chilling on the sideline, but he was on. He was he was amping them boys up, man. Amping them boys up, getting them going. I like the fact that um, big boy's son is out there too. So you know, kind of cool, doing his thing. I can't think of Don what position he's in. I mean, he might he might be. I, I don't. Know, I can't think of what position. But I, I, I was following the storyline with um what's going on with, with big boy and he's his boy is, you know committed to him I think a year ago so I was trying to say who you talking about yeah I tried to think about who yeah me too <laughs> um I can't think of his name he look I think it's Babu um Bamboo I think his son's name no uh, I think it's Bamboo or Jordan one of them he looks just like him and he just um like I said he committed he was good and uh he was because he, he went to the what is it What's the uh, the prep school down here in Atlanta? Uh, um, wow. Pace Academy. Pace, I believe. I yeah. think he did Pace because, uh, you know, they all before he took on the Pace and he uh, committed to Oregon. Gotta look him, I got to look him up. But, yeah, he's like hey, – I know cool. this too, man, but, yeah. It's cool. It's cool to shout out to them on that end. But the boys, Oregon, uh, definitely surprised. It surprised, it surprised a lot of folks. And, you know – it just showed out, like I was saying in some of the group, man, the, the Pac-12 said, hey, put some respect on my name. And then the South got something to say. Because it's the second time, you know, some Pac-12 you know, Pac saying, hey, 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 hold on. We ain't done yet type of stuff. Y'all talking about the SEC this, that, and the third. Boom. Back-to-back weeks of of this, uh, of shockers. So, you know, they, they on their they, they thing. Bro, the pac Pac-12 may get that may get that last playoff spot this year. It's looking like this is the year that the Pac-12 might actually get that get that spot, man. Because like you said, I mean, some, some respect on the name. Yeah, like I said, that you, it looks like we're having some you know contenders. We have some early contenders early on for both the north and the south end of the bracket, and both yeah. really look like you know they they can make some they can make some noise, man. It's going to be interesting to follow follow you know the Pac-12. The Pac-12 for the rest of the season, man. Because it seems like you know, again, they like definitely Chip, got my attention. They definitely yeah, got definitely. My attention. Chip Chip Kelly found his bag, found his bag again. Oregon, you know, so Mario Cristobal has already built, you know, a recruiting factory, man. He's still keeping that thing going, man. The talent, the, the talent is obviously still coming to Eugene. The quarterback mm-hmm. they got, he's a transfer. Looks like you know he might be. Doing a little something, something for them, man. So yeah, man. The Pac-12 definitely, you know, come out as big winners, you know, after after this past weekend. And, and Ohio State, State needs to find a clue, man. I'm trying to still figure out figure out, figure out what, what they're still playing on defense out here. Well, this 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 might be this might be the um the the smiling grace for Harbaugh. You know what I'm saying? This could be the time to swoop in. Oh yeah, I just and, think about that. That could be. And it's or maybe CJ's trying in, to boy. get a whole. We'll get way get a whole lot better by the end of the year too. So this is this is all ball's time, bro. So if you can't yeah. take advantage of it now, I don't know. The heads will start to roll. Oh, oh, the heads gonna start to roll, and I just man, nobody's ready for the SEC, bro. It's it's up. They are booming. 
and ain't, ain't nobody ready. I I really don't think Florida Florida got some good quarterbacks, but Florida is not overall ready for Alabama, man. It's it's just a it's an overall thing. Alabama got the quarterback and they got defense. So we gonna I'm gonna see how Florida does against Alabama, but. The rest of these boys that's trying to come in the SEC, they're not ready, man. They're not ready. You can't be losing to no bullshit-ass college team, college football football team. I'm talking about you ready. You want to join the SEC. Bruh. Every, almost every team in the SEC is ready. And you're not ready for them, bro. I mean, excluding the Vanderbilts and the Kentuckys and probably Tennessee. And, yeah, that's probably about it. And, well, Mississippi State. Bro, y'all not ready for the SEC, man. Y'all y'all say y'all want to come into the SEC, but y'all not ready for the competition that's on the field this Saturday. I would say this, though. I would say this about Kentucky. Kentucky actually looking – that was actually a nice win I had against Missouri, man. That was – Mark Stu, it took them some time, but, of course, at Kentucky, you have to you have to be granted time to, man. But Kentucky actually might be building something, man. They've, they've had draft picks, and they actually – and they also finally have a vertical passing game, too. So, it looks like Kentucky, Kentucky is, is definitely definitely on the upswing. And I just – I like what Mark Stu is actually doing there. Again, it took yeah. me some time. I'm glad they finally gave him some time, man. But yeah, but Kentucky, Kentucky's gonna make some games interesting in the SEC East. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he was the probably about to get, he was on the hot seat like a while, a long time ago, and he didn't step up. So, what'd you say? What'd you say? I said he was on the, like a while back, wasn't he like on the hot seat? Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was. Yes, he was. Yeah, no. He absolutely was, bro. Every now and then, they'll, they'll be Georgia. Kentucky is, Kentucky is a team that that's on the upswing. Yes, I, I agree with you on that, but. The other teams that I'm talking about, they want to be in the SEC. They're not ready, dog. Oh, oh they, of course not. Like I said, like, man, they, like they, Texas, they you gotta. Woo, again, I, like I, I, I definitely respect a lot of what Ronaldo said. But here's the thing, though: Steve Sarkeesian was looking like the USC Steve Sarkeesian that that Saturday, y'all. <laughs> That's the thing that really got me. Steve Sarkeesian. Was was looking he's looking mighty funny in the light light without without you know Saint Nick next to his side. I'm just saying. I'm yeah, just saying. you're right. You're right on that too, though. You're right. I'm on that just too. saying, guys. This all counteracts my my devil's advocate's point of view to it because I agree with y'all with that. Like it's not it's it's not as as, as easy as it looks to go one to one to play into this SEC thing thinking you're gonna be ready when you're gonna get your ass whooped and look like a little child. That stole something. But you know, yeah, that's what he was looking like. He was looking like uh maybe drinking form on USC Sarkeesian kind of you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he might be on some he might he might need to uh start hollering and get some more um folks to, you know, that, that was Sabian in the Sabian school to kind of get him making you know, get him making that trust area, but you know, it's you're seeing what it is now. And the boys and those Texas people um you know, they have a thin line of, uh, uh, you know, holding on to. So if you're not, you know, performing and making them happy, 
You might yeah. be trying to go quick. Yeah, yeah, but I, but I didn't mean to cut you off there, T. Yeah, but yeah, I just want to just add that aside. You know, Chucky just saying that you know they're they're, they're making things a little bit more interesting. Like I said they're making the conference that much more tougher because of the fact it looks like they're getting that shit together. You know, I just want to just add that aside. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off like that, bro. It's all it's all good, man. Kentucky is is on the come up, but I'm all I was saying is that the team that's trying to get into the SEC that's not in SEC now. They not ready though. They not ready. They ain't got their recruiting up. They ain't got the players that they got on the team already. They ain't got them up. Cause if you're getting beat by the F- FCS school, that's on the come up. Then, bro, you're not ready for the SEC. If if you trying to say you're ready for the SEC, you gotta be beating the FS- FCS schools down. Like, it's got to be 21, 21 and up. That's the final score. If, you, if you're not beating them by 20 or, 21 or more, then you're not ready. You're not ready, dog, because SEC teams going to put the beat down on them, and it's just going to be how it is. But, but the teams are saying that they're ready for the SEC. From what I've seen, the, these – First couple of weekends of college football, they're not ready. So y'all don't y'all so y'all think Oklahoma's not ready? I think that's the only one that's probably who Oklahoma, Oklahoma is the only one. Yeah. It's the only one who, who's like you said, because we're not everything else about rumors about folks trying to trying to, you know, join or whatever, that's that's just conjecture. We're not going to get into those because, like I said, that's that's just people, you know, just saying stuff on fan sites. What we are going to just – what we mainly talk about are the folks who officially are going to be in the SEC after their, after their you know, rights – media grant of media rights are over after the 2025 season. We're talking about Texas and Oklahoma again. And, and again, just going back to Texas. Texas, again, they have been a mediocre program since Vince, since Vince Young Ran for 500 yards against USC in, in the in, in the BCS championship game. They've been a mediocre program. Oklahoma, you can see we're talking about Oklahoma, you know, is falling, so falling short of big games. But Oklahoma has actually been there more times, and they've actually, you know, Oklahoma actually has teams that, that, that can actually compete. I think their quarterback is a little bit overrated, but that, but that's beyond that's beyond the case. Yes, he is. <laughs> but over, overall, team-wise, talent-wise, they, they can compete with anybody not named Alabama and the SEC. And just the fact that Texas, again, Texas, there is no other program that has, has ridden its name and has done absolutely nothing with it, more so than the University of Texas at Austin. This is just yes. the truth, guys. Yeah, no other true. program has ridden its so-called blue blood, blue blood status since, since you know blue blood status and and has done absolutely nothing with it and since you know the since you know ut it's a utrs you want to talk about you know the burnt burnt orange hook them horns and all that it's hype it's absolutely hype yeah. it's absolutely hype and, and it's and it's been hype because like I said if it wasn't for Vince Young running for 500 yards against I guess Southern California 
they, they, their for championships would have been longer than Georgia's. They haven't won a championship. They wouldn't have won a championship since the early 70s had it not been for, been for one Vince Young. I mean, yes, they didn't win the title, but again, they've been languishing the mediocrity since then. And what, what has Texas done besides besides ruining the last two conferences they've been in? Yeah, they ain't they're right, right, man. They ain't right. they right. won you with uh, Colt McCoy, but like I said, other than that, they haven't been anything else. Nah, you're right. It's all it's all about the hype. It's all about the Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right, all right. You know what I'm saying? It's all every, right. every fan's making McConaughey, by the way. We all we all big fans. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I really thought really thought they did. Um, Charlie Strong wrong. You know, but that's another day, another topic. Hey, I forgot he was a coach there. He was, man. Damn. <laughs> Charlie Sean's my guy, man. That's that. that he's a I hell of a – he's a good at defensive coordinator. Yeah. He's just he's just a disciplinary coach. You know what I'm saying? He's that coach that gets your – you know, he tells his kids to go to bed at 9 o'clock and yeah, wake up in the check, morning. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's just that – you know, he's that, he, he's that hardcore – he's that disciplinary, you know, type of uh, coach. It's just – we, he's a he he's be a uh, running joke of mine with me and my boys. We call him the you know we're school we're disciples of the school of um strong because that cat be doing all all this all this craziness. But he's on. I think he's with Jacksonville now. So he's been I think on he's a, he, yeah. I think Jacksonville, he's okay. Yeah, because I don't think, um, I know yeah. he was on, he was on Saban. He was part of Saban Shadow Staff last year. He was on saving staff the year before, I like, because and then you know he had a little. I think he was doing like a system, and then he went every mile. So you know, but back okay, to yeah. with with on the Texas, like it, they, that's all it is, man. And the height, you know, it's just uh, you know, it's a Texas thing, Texas and associated with football. It's just it's a big deal. That's the only thing that's been carrying them. So sort of kind of like how the the Cowboys is carrying themselves, just uh, because of the, it's just a team name, mediocre. And they have been doing that, but putting producing mediocre stuff, man. Only thing that's been in the news is them changing up their the coaching and stuff. So they haven't been relevant. I mean, relevant like that. So you know, it's just they got the they, if they're gonna be if they're gonna be doing what they're supposed to do in SEC in two two uh twenty twenty five, they got these years to try to do what they got to do now. And right now, it's not looking where it's supposed to. So they, they better you know do what they can these years they got because once yeah. you enter that once you once you enter that portal. That realm, you know, ain't no going back. You're gonna be looking crazy, so don't be looking. You know, get yourself together. Exactly. Not, not, not. Again, I, I will say this, man. Just, just so it doesn't look like we're just like, like completely, you know, ducking on text. Even though this is part of that, though, it's, it's definitely you know part of part of yes, part of you know the the segment that we are doing. But at the same time, can Texas do it? Yes. Do they have the, Do they have the resources? Do they have the resources to actually be one to actually be one of the best instead of being one of the paper best? Absolutely. But guess what? Texas has always had money. UT has always had money, guys. Why is it that this team, you know, why, why, why we keep talking about their potential and them actually not being about that life? That's the thing. We keep talking good, about good you know, question, them, bro. Good them. question. Again, Texas. And that's that what makes the move even crazier because Texas has been the most lucrative, lucrative athletic department, and that includes anybody with, around the country. No athletic department makes more money than the University of Texas. Man, no one wants. Yeah, no one wants to go there. 
Yeah, because yeah. that quarterback, um, the top quarterback, he, um, what that dude name? He got the little, he got the little mullet, I think. Quinn Ewers. Yeah, yeah. He, he had, um, he's at Ohio State, and um, yeah. he was, in fact, he was committed to Texas. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was. Oh, he was the first that. Texas commit. Oh, okay. Before he decommitted, and committed to Ohio State. Yeah. One of the honestly, that's one of the reasons top talent goes to either you know Oklahoma or OSU. That's one of yeah. the things that's hurt them. That's hurt them yeah, so much. Yeah, I mean, but I, I don't blame them going there. They want to, you know, they want to do their thing as a quarterback. I do not blame them going to Oklahoma. Get you get yourself right. Mean Ohio, Ohio State. Them too. Yeah, Ohio State yeah. too. Like I said, like I said, like I said top talents from that state's either going to OU, to OU, you know, or, or Ohio State University. So mm-hmm. it's just. It's just crazy. Again, then we, we, we all know about the legend of the Friday Night Lights and the legend of Texas high school football. You would think that a state that has heralded its prep programs as much as they do could put much better teams, and not just them, and Texas A&M way back in the day, they was in the same mediocre category. Yep. At, at, least, at least Jimbo was at least moving them to, towards actually, you know, matching up to the hype that, 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 that they've carried with them. But Texas, I don't know, man. I said it, it seems like again, this is a program that's just been—I I don't know if it's a rut or or what, or just the fact that they, they just can't get their hands out of their own asses. Yeah, I realize think- you know that, that that they're not that team, and they need to actually do more instead of just living on the name. Actually, investing in you know the best for their team, and that's you know not just facilities, but investing in the best players and investing in the best coaches. And I, yeah, and if you have to invest in the total program, if you want to be taken seriously, seriously on, on the national front, and it's still that's yet to be seen from the University of Texas. It's still yet to be seen, guys. That's that's just all I'm saying. And I just think what do I think what might probably I don't know I could be wrong, but I think what might have could have hurt Texas is I think I think when Texas A and M moved to the SC to the SEC, I think that might have could have had hurt them some. But I mean, no, no. <laughs> it probably did, cause like yeah. I said, man, shoot, dang, Jimbo was, was recruiting better than than the for a while. For, yeah, for a that while, was the even before, I said, even before A moved to the SEC, Kevin Sumlin, so was there. Kevin Sumlin was recruited. He he's the one who originally recruited Kyler Murray to Texas. Oh, okay. Man, I forgot he did go to Texas. <laughs> not, te- not not te- Texas, Texas A&M. Yeah, he was originally the one who recruited him to Texas A&M, excuse me. So, and, Kenny, and, Kenny, and Kenny Hill. Kenny Hill, Kenny, yep. Kenny Trill. <laughs> uh, damn, that's a name. Yeah. That's a name for y'all, man. So, but, but, but yeah, but, but when we just say all this, you know, to say, even though this, this conversation is, it's both jumping the head and pretty much a lead to to what we were saying though, because you know, we, we picked the winners. And of course, go back to some of our pick games, man. I, Iowa State looks like, you know, they're still they're still Iowa's sons. Kirk Ferris yep. still runs the state of state of Iowa. Yeah. So to yep. speak. And and Penn and Penn State was definitely was James Franklin said he had something to say about how the Big Ten is about to is, is about to shake out, man. So we definitely, you know, got got, got some good winners, man. But of course. In, in in the midst of you know competition, you know there's always going to be winners, and then unfortunately, there are losers as well. 
Yes, indeed. Oh, boy, yeah. oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, do we got some losers. If, if, y- if y'all thought I was going in earlier, whoo, whoo. Get ready, y'all. Get ready, audience. Get ready. <laughs> Take it away, B. Like, like, just start us off, B. Like, we, we definitely, you know, got to get into the losers, the losers, you know, and, and, and you know, college sports as well. We're, we're actually going to save, you know, the we'll, – we'll, we'll, we'll save the Clay Health discussion to after – after we talk about the losers, man, we're just going to just talk about right now just, just the, just the teams that flat out need to get it together. Oh, yeah, you should already know this. Um, Florida State, they, that was just, I mean, losing to Jacksonville State. I mean that, I just don't see it. I mean, they want to at the at the. At the end of the game, I mean, you didn't want to like do like a pass interference play or something. I don't know. I mean, that was just that just unacceptable. And he and he should be like on that on that hot seat, man. But we'll talk about I check, talk about I, that. Later. I check coaches hot seat dot com dot com, Brandon. You check he, that he's, too. Top, he's, he's number eight. Okay, then. Number eight uh, on there. Yeah. I think that's exactly exactly where where he should be for right now. Oh yeah. So, People, yeah, that was crazy. Sit, 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 sit down, because I, I, I just want y'all to know right now, your boy, get through this podcast because not only did my team lose big in college football, I got another one who looked like straight dumpster juice in the NFL. We want to get to them motherfuckers later. Yeah, we'll get right now, later. Your, boy, your boy is drinking drinking Weller original weeded bourbon. Just to get through this shit because man, <laughs> there is okay. Qu- quick history lesson, and I try not to bore bore y'all with with, with all of the details because I know there's not everybody is going to be not everybody's fan. I'm not trying to make anybody's fans. I'm just trying to give everybody just a quick cliff notes version of, of of exactly why a team that we all grew up to grew up you know knowing. Knowing you know to be one of the powerhouses that we all grew up on, not all of a sudden can't beat the AAU team. So I'm just gonna give y'all a quick history lesson about about how a program that just seven seasons ago—that's the thing that can't be lost—just seven seasons ago, eight, seven, eight seasons ago, they were a national championship winner. Folks thought that they actually were going to be the be, be the one to pick up next right out, right after Nick Saban. But when there's a combination of not just your head coach, but your assistant coaches getting too fat and happy, complacency, whatever you want to call it, when they try to try to, you know, thinking that all of a sudden it was just going to be them coasting the rest of the way to the rest of the way, you know, on, on their that they thought that the strength of that game was automatically just going to put them in, in the Bama air without actually, you know, realizing that Nick Saban is who he is because he constantly finds ways to improve his program, and he's never satisfied. He's never satisfied with where he's at. He's always going to look to improve somewhere or something. Nick Saban ain't getting fat and happy. That's why Alabama is is exactly where they are. He doesn't get fat and happy. No matter what coaches he loses, what players he loses, how many, you know, he can – he can have his entire 22, his entire starting 22 go in the first round, and it still will be a top five team each year. 
Why? Because Saban is, is different. And that's it. just, there's no knock on people who work for him or, or, his, in, or his assistants, you know, before. But the dude's different. That's why, that's why they are. You're not coasting to, you know, champ, championships in any, in any league or any profession. We have 132 teams who are basically trying to do the same thing. You got to continue to innovate. You got to continue to to hold your program accountable. You got to still, you, you got to be able to invest or just have honest reflections of your programs each and every season. And look at yourself and say, are we doing enough to invest in what we're in what we're doing? Are we are we investing in our players and our players' well-being? Are my coaches investing in their craft? You have to take an account of your program every year and not just think that all because now you, you, you broke through the glass ceiling, all of a sudden now folks could be like, oh, you're the new hotness because the new hotness is easily forgotten two weeks from now. You got to keep your, I said, you, you, you got to keep your shit together, man. And I think that's, that's what happened. That's my personal thing is about what happened with Jimbo. He lost sight and there's a lot of reasons a lot of reasons to it. If y'all want to actually, you know, get somewhat of a story on why he did it, even though I don't think it's the definitive story, there's some things that I disagree with, though. But if y'all just go on ESPN, and there's an article that Andrew, that Andrea Adelson actually wrote, I think either end of last year, beginning of this year, I'll probably say, yeah, it's excuse me, it's the beginning of this year, shortly before spring ball, they actually had something, something, you know, about about that that you could actually look on ESPN if you want to actually go get, get more of a story story to it. But just long story short, I think Jimbo got, got fat and happy. He pissed off, you know, the wrong people at, at Florida State. They told him, go kick rocks. Made, made what turned out to be a pretty bad hire and hired Willie Taggart afterwards. Fired him a year and a half after after giving him a five million dollar a year contract for, I always thought that was a d- the dumbest thing too. Yeah, for for four for four years, it was just I, I have my reasons and the thinking why they didn't go with anybody besides besides Willie at the time, Ronaldo. Because if if y'all remember, Tennessee was also going to, going to their coaching search, and it was yeah. embarrassing yeah. because he had Tennessee's choices. Everybody was turning down Tennessee. Everybody yeah, it made was no like, sense. nah, we're good, we're good. And I think that especially after Jimbo was pretty much talking about how FSU was granting him his every wish, I think they just didn't want the PR hit of having, you know, their top coaches, top coaches, you know, not, not you know, not, not, you know, taking what's perceived to be one of the top jobs in all the college football is taking yes, that for a PR hit. They, and they were definitely um, advertising as such, yep. Yep. Because again, so instead of going for somebody like, like say a James Franklin, who I still to this day, if you can't correct that James Franklin, because let's just let's just call it what it is. But how many championships has Penn State won, and how many championships can you win when when you have when you got Ohio State and even Michigan really cooking cooking the way they the way they do? True. Right. Penn State Penn State has a natural ceiling, I believe. If you were really about about your shit, you actually came at James Franklin correctly. I think James Franklin is still the coach, coach of Florida State right now. But that's neither here. That's neither here nor there. They <laughs> made their choice, like you mm. like you said, like you said, Ronaldo. It was definitely advertised at the at that point, you know, of being you know one of the 
one of the best jobs. And so they got somebody who, again, he was at Oregon for one year. He had Justin Herbert. So, so you could sell seven to four record. But again, you have Justin Herbert, who will be a future top 10 draft pick in the NFL. So Justin Herbert will probably make anybody, you know, look, look, look pretty decent. Decent as a coach, yeah. man. And again, this, yeah, this isn't right. to, is to really bash to bash Taggart. Taggart has actually, to his credit, has been very, very open and and truthful about why ultimately he didn't get the job done during that Florida State. You could argue that that you know did, did the school grant him less time time than what was usually granted, perhaps. But if y'all actually follow the program. You probably understand exactly why why FSU just couldn't go couldn't go down that route. I mean, simple simple things like like again, there were just some administrative things that's that just went on back backstage. That again, if you are the CEO of a big time Power Five conference, this stuff that just cannot happen under any circumstances as as the CEO of said program. Even if you're not top five. This is just things that, you know, as just they head any top flight organization, you just can't do. You just can't be taken seriously. If you constantly make mistakes, it's going to have folks like, wow, did we really get the, did we really get the right person? Is this guy really over his head? Or it's like, it's almost like, what really are you thinking? So, again, to Tiger's credit, he's admitted that he, has, he wasn't the best for the job at the time, and he said he wasn't ready. Again, that's not me talking. Taggart actually said it said it in the game when FAU played Florida in the first week. He, he said himself that he was not ready for the job. So, again, c- credit to him for at least having, you know, the, the, the self-awareness to, to realize that point. But, again, when you have all of these circumstances, not to mention you have to recruit through those circumstances, so you have a chance. So, you, so your classes are pretty much falling apart because the previous coach is getting fired, and the coaches coming in need to come in and save the classes. So your recruiting classes are looking real funny, funny in the light. You have you have you know you're changing coaches, not just head coaches, but you're changing position coaches, coordinators every season. You have to. Do you have a new coach coming in during COVID? But he can't even put in put in what he wants to. He can't recruit like he wants to. He couldn't evaluate players in person. He had to just go through Zoom, the Zoom and and previous high school tape because COVID screwed both the season and and recruiting. So you don't know your team. You really don't know who you're bringing in to replace to, to replace the players that you want to. So it's just a perfect storm of of why. FSU is just in this muck of mediocrity right now. And then again, it's, it's it's coming back to fruition. I think I actually talked to Tarif, and that's that a bad thing about Saturday because me and Tarif were actually are actually, you know, do, doing the damn thing in Nashville over the weekend. So me and they were having a good ass time. We were at this hey cigar oh. bar, guys. We were at the cigar bar, man. We were, we were drinking old fashions, smoking on sticks, man. It was it was beautiful. And then I just saw on my damn phone Jacksonville State beat Florida State 20 to 17. And nigga, I about dropped my goddamn cigar in my drink, bro. <laughs> and I saw that shit, man. 
I'm like, crazy, crazy, right? Crazy just seeing, seeing, seeing the score like that. You're like, wait a minute, what? Who? But, bro, kind of backwards. But, bro, but bro the, the, the weekend still went, the night still went on as planned. Oh, it did. But oh, yes. It, was, it, 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 it didn't change. Okay, yeah, he was mad at the at, at that moment. But at that moment, we was having a great ass time, bro. So yes. at that moment, it, it at that moment, yes, he was mad because they got beat by Jacksonville State. And who the fuck, who the fuck gets beat by Jacksonville State? Not Florida State, not nobody with no real good ass program or program before beforehand gets beat by no Jacksonville State. It, no it, it just don't. It, 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 yeah, it, it, it's not gonna happen. It, it shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. Exactly. It, it shouldn't. It, happen. They shouldn't even be close to winning at the no. end. No. It should be. It, it should be like when me and uh, Reggie got to Georgia Southern that first, and, and, and Georgia Southern played Johnson C. Smith, bro. What was it? Eighty-three. Eighty-four to three. Bro, ain't nobody forgetting that score. Bro, John C. Smith ain't never played us again after that. <laughs> ain't never played us again. So that's how you should leave a scope when you're playing a mediocre college that's trying to that's trying to come up. Get you money. should leave Make them. The money just like, yeah, just like Auburn did to Alabama State. Bro, they man, whoo, they whipped them motherfuckers last Saturday, man. Them. Alabama State, Alabama State scored not one point. Ain't get a safety, ain't get nothing. A big zero, bro. They didn't threaten either. Yeah, they didn't even threaten the score. They didn't even threaten the score that game. Did it? Did it? Did they even get past the fifty yard line? Is the question. Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, man. It we me and me and Reggie was having a good ass time. We saw the score and it was like. Ah, damn, motherfuckers lost. But ain't nobody go off at that time because we was already knee deep in drinks already. So it was a good ass time, man. But yeah, damn. Seriously? But I mean, you know, every every program has to build back up from their, uh, you know, from the losses in the draft. But Shit, man, it's just like Alabama does it the best, man. I mean, they lose some folks, but they always got two – well, one or two people deep after the per- person they lost that's going to come in and, and do the damn thing. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's exactly what it is. That, that's, that's, who, that's who they are. And like you said, that that's – again, you're trying to get to – like I said, if, if you're Mike Novell and in Florida State's case, man, you, you just trying to get to at least a respectable level of football again. Can, can we at least find some receivers who can fucking catch the ball? That's all I want right now, guys. I just want somebody. Can we get some skilled players who can, you know, catch the ball? Can we get some BBs who can actually make plays, plays on the ball in the air? I, I just want the simple things in life, bro. Tell them why you mad, so. Reggie. Tell them why you mad. And, and, and the crazy thing is, that's why, because we talked about the last episode too, and this is why folks are so, you know, Pete, Pete, why plenty of fans were so peed off about it was the fact that we were ready to say these guys have turned the corner after what they did against Notre Dame this past Sunday. Just six days, six days, you know, before that game, everybody 
Florida State was starting, like, oh, Florida State's coming back, man. They are actually to be respectable again this year. Six days mm-hmm. after that game, you come out and, and you lay and, and you lay this egg. And you leave a whole bunch of people just asking the same thing. What the fuck? Everybody has cut you asking this. What the fuck? And guys lost in the sauce. And, and because I'm I'm dedicated to at least making this making this show the very best that I can. I actually tortured myself and actually and actually saw, you know, some tape to do to a, another podcast, actually did tape review of that game. So I actually watched it to see exactly to answer the question, what the fuck went on? And I think it just shows y'all just sim- simply put, guys, the coaching staff treated that game like a scrimmage, like a spring scrimmage, like a scrimmage, you know, in in fall camp, they treated it as a chance just to experiment and see, you know, and, and get some things going, going, you know, just cause. Because again, you should expect your P5 program to beat Jacksonville State 10 out of 10 times, no matter the circumstances. You, you should expect that. And I can see why you would actually, because a lot of schools do it too. A lot of schools, you know, would do or try things, you know, in those type of games to play players that you normally won't play, you know, when you're playing in conference play or whatnot. So you see that, and again, because you, you expect to win that game 10 out of 10 times. But when you just have a team that doesn't know how to win, doesn't have the habits, haven't had the habits to win games, who, who doesn't have the emotional maturity, to actually handle if these players are seeing that you as a coach and your coaching staff aren't taking this opponent seriously, guess what? They're not taking them seriously as well. They're going to fuck around the game just like you fucked around the game and just playing it simple, guys. This is definitely Mike, Mike Novell and his staff's fault. Ain't no other mm-hmm. way around it. Of course, the players didn't make the plays. At the end of the day, that, that's what they got to do. And to their credit, a lot of them actually stood, have stood in the paint, you know, through some of these interviews with some of the local media. And pretty much have owned up to it. G- give them credit for that, man. They, mm. it's a, it's definitely a life lesson. And again, don't get me wrong. I think Mike Novell is a good coach. I think he's, I said, I think he's a very good coach. But I think he, he, he knows the stuff. And that's the thing about it. He knows the stuff, but it seems like this is the second time since getting his job that he's completely misevaluated his team. And it's like. It, yeah, that's something's bad. Broken, something's broken there. And again, say what you want about Taggart. Say what you want about, about the last days of Jimbo Fisher. There's, there was just some, there's just something going on in the program that no coach has just been able to put their finger on and get right. And it's just crazy because I was actually talking to my my LB and, and fellow, fellow podcaster, you know, said, Doctor, doctor, you know, old ass Demetrius, and he was pretty much saying that he cannot think of a time when you know Miami and Florida State weren't on their shit, and it's just one of those things where it's just mind boggling. Like, why can't Florida State State you know get out of second gear? I I, I can't call it no more. I can't call it no more, guys. I really can't call call it no more. So you basically say, Mike, Mike, get, get, get it done, man. 
Basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just ain't it no anymore. So yeah. yeah, you're right, man. You're right. And you had all those um, you had all those uh rumors going that prime time would have took over for the, the missing spots yeah. in between here and there. And prime time knew what it was. And like, nah, I'm good. I like things. I love the way he made his decision to go ahead and pop off with the HBCUs. But you could tell, like you said, you see how that is with Florida State. The fall from grace. We got to get it together, and and you know the team morale is so much different now. You, you can see what you don't, you don't know what's going on. So it's 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 a weird time down there. You're gonna need to go ahead and get it together. Yeah, I say you got you have to get it again. We're, we're not we're not saying and B said earlier. I think he's def he's definitely on the house. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. This this is the first time FSU has lost an FCS opponent. He's definitely on. He's definitely on the hot seat. I don't know if it's. I don't think it's top five, but there's going to be. I oh, think that's shit hot, bro. That shit hot, bro. Oh, that shit hot. Here's the thing about it though, because you built so much goodwill, you know, throughout this entire offseason. You built. You you had the fan base. Everybody was was ready, you know, to jump on again after the Notre Dame game, and you squandered every bit of it. Like I said, like I said, you're not in danger. Of losing your job, but at the same time, though, again, keep keep fucking around and, and you'll find out. It's plain and simple. Keep fucking around and you find out. You right. Your, like I said you've not only made your own job harder, but you made your boots, your booster president, you made his job harder. You made your athletic director's job harder. You might have even made your newly your newly installed president of the university's job harder when you lose a game like this. Again, yeah. This is about as close to as worst case scenario as you can get. Cause you know, really having people having conversations like, did we make the right decision? We knew conversations really start becoming serious. That just, just get it together, Mike. As like I said, just 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 get it together. And he made it, he made it harder, like that, like that girl, that rapper that bought that girl that car, and then she posted it on Twitter. He made it harder, he made it harder for the next guy. Bitch, I just bought you a car. How the fuck you going to say I, I made it harder for the next guy? <laughs> Bitch, there shouldn't be no next guy. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's, 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 it's looking real bad down at FSU. And all I got to say is uh, go Gators in November. <laughs> Damn. Anyway. If you don't get it done, if you don't get it done sooner rather than later, you could end up like the next gentleman that we're going to talk about yes, by the yes. name of one Clay Helton. Yes, yes. Oh, no Clay longer Helton. has a job coaching the University of Southern California Trojans. A.K.A. the Ooh. University of Spoiled Children. <laughs> boy. But yeah. Boy, oh boy. The University of uh, South Central. Yes, right. Yes, All indeed. The all the cheerleaders put up the V, but it ain't for Virgin. Ooh, ooh, right, ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. Leave it to Tarif. Leave it to ooh. me. Yeah, but That's yeah, let's talk. Wonder. But let's talk about Clay Helton, his firing, and the possible ramifications on the remaining hot seats for the rest of the year. Um, Clay Helton, he actually, um, he actually was my honorable mention 
of the coaches in the hot seat from my not so fast my friend episode. Yeah, I just didn't think he would get have got fired after week two. Um, and as for um Harbaugh, I think Harbaugh is definitely he's gonna be saving to the to the end of the season. I think because that's what he does. He's a he he does real good towards like until like towards the end when he plays like when he plays um when he plays Michigan not Michigan but Ohio State and loses to that and that's when we'll figure out if he gets a job or not. And yeah, um, that's really the big thing. Yeah, and as for Scott Frost and Ed Ardron, it depends on how they play the next upcoming games. It's not a, it's not good looking good for um, Frost right now. They play Oklahoma this week at Oklahoma, and they, finna, and they finna get double. They finna get the hell beat out of them. L. Yeah, and then the week after that, they play Michigan State, who's actually is not a, a bad team. So, and then right after that, they play Northwestern at home, which I don't know if they'll win that game. Then week six, they play at Michigan. So Man. I don't know. Um, yeah, they, they got a they got a lot of they got a lot of teams that about to play, but yeah. they ain't a lot of good recruits, man. And they recruiting class just the last couple years just been looking like shit, man. Hey, nobody wants you to get, go to get, Nebraska. There you go. Yeah, like you get you get your ass beat. You get your ass beat, but your recruiting class is is not even nowhere close to top ten. So you're gonna get your ass beat when it comes to the to the other big schools. Or are you just gonna be or it's gonna be a close ass game when it used to not be a close ass game. So that that's all that's happening, man. They, they just gotta get the recruiting on point. Yeah, and I will say this one more thing about Nebraska, man. The only time folks want to come to Nebraska is for the um for for the um for the NCAA for the um for the baseball tournaments that they have. Yeah. The road to Omaha. Yeah, the road to <laughs> Omaha. I'm like, man, please, I'm like, bro. They want, bro. They want to come out there and pick and pick some corn. Get <laughs> a little. A little tan, you know what I'm saying? I bet I love corn. I bet that corn on point over there, probably. If it's not on point in Nebraska or any of them states that's close to Nebraska, then it's just it's just real bad out here in these streets, man. It's yes, just it real, real bad. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, guys. But but y'all know what Clay Hunter's firing actually showed me. It showed that? me that it actually. It proved to me that Clay Helton, of course, Clay Helton's been on the hot seat for the past three seasons. When he so, fired at one point, but then they said he wasn't fired. I, basically. Yeah, that was yeah, – I knew then he yeah, wasn't going to be here any longer. Oh, yeah. Like I said, he, he, he's he been a lame duck walking for, for the longest. But it's almost that time when, you know, we know that eventually we're going to put old yellow the pastor. We're we, we just going to have to do a suit rather than later. And, and even with, you know, Timmy looking on, we knew that old yellow had to be put to pasture to pasture, and that's exactly what happened to Clay Helton. I mean, listen, he he's been a take wild right consistent. Bro, just take him right out there at the end of the uh, at the end of the uh, harvest season and go ahead and shoot him right there in the open in the open uh in the open corn husking. Just right there in the middle of the cornfield, man. Bow. Son, bow. We can make one of them, uh, them alien, them alien circles out there, man. Just bow, right in the <laughs> alien circle, bro. Just in hilarious, bro. Hilarious, man. But but yeah, like I said, again, just 
you didn't get it done. You you were too inconsistent. You, yeah. All, all I know is, I guess they said they that it was you know a good time that you did it because you would if you would have if you would have you know got got embarrassed at UCLA then yeah man he, he, you probably couldn't get out of you know you probably definitely couldn't get out of you know Trojan Stadium fast enough if you would have. If, if you would have, you know, got got son by by Chip by fighting Chip Kelly's man, but yeah, he's just been again. It's been too wildly inconsistent and, and, and too mediocre of results, you know, to to be you know to be considered you know having a job like that, you know. Again, a very proud program. They expect to be a, a whole lot, you know, bigger factors within the Pac-12 and in the national you know race before anything, you know, and. Yeah, this was not going to <laughs> it wasn't going to be, you know, a thing. I mean, we saw Les Miles get fired four games into his tenure. Now USC just say, hold my beer. You better do this right. thing. Too. Yeah, this that was the biggest that was the biggest thing, just uh the how quick how quick it came on, on folks, man. Like, you know, they didn't even give it didn't even a whole whole season. It was like, hey, here we go, we got it. And motherfucker was eating too much grass, dog. How you gonna eat all that grass, man? And and then you just don't know what the fucking do, dog. Every time you go through <laughs> just eating grass like a fucking cow. Hey, get the fuck out of here, man. You you need to be teaching my boy how to fucking play some goddamn football, man. Not eating grass every time you go to a stadium. Oh man, I ain't never ate this grass before. Uh, let me get one grain. Man, hell no, nah, man. <laughs> Football, dog. I don't need no yeah, no uh college game day talking to you. Ah, oh, yeah, man. I just gotta taste some grass, man. Gotta taste this grass. <laughs> Boy, what about my what about my son playing some fucking football, guy? What, what you gonna do about that, man? What about you coach telling the other coaches, the coaching staff, to teach the kids how to play some fucking football so they can possibly get drafted or be undrafted and get into the league, man. You just out here, oh, man, I'm just going to taste some grass, man. I'm a fucking cat. <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of here, man. You wild, man. Yeah, he's wild. He was wild with it, boy. Still old but he's right, he's right, though. He's right, though. He's right. He's right, though. And that man had too much baggage. Y'all got to also see it, too. Like, um... The chaos that this is going to cause now because it happened, de happened because you're hearing all the stories now. All of a sudden, here we go back to Urban Meyer. Here we go back to you know, yeah. um, who's going to take over? Um, uh, I really like the I, like, I really like the hopefully the story is true about Eric being enemy. Um, you know, maybe considering getting the job because you know, that'll be that'll be a dope little thing right there. So, yeah, he can get all the kids from Crenshaw. <laughs> probably could have got, got Spencer James on the team. Man, I feel like if that, I, I, I feel like if that move happened, then USC could be really on on the, on the track to make that you know make a big comeback because Airbnb being that architect of the um the offense with Pat Mahomes, you know what I'm saying? Like bringing that back into bringing it back to school over there, it could be a good thing. That could be a dope thing. Yeah, but I think and it, yeah, he was also a former running back coach for UCLA, so he knows the area. Yeah, man, that'd be. I feel like that'd be like a really, really dope, 
decision right there. And you know, it, again, I'm I'm all for I'm all for um seeing the the world burn down. So I want to see all the um the commotion it causes. Oh yeah, that's that. I was just about to get into that, Ronaldo. Oh, there's gonna be a lot of commotion because if if you're somebody like Luke Fickle from Cincinnati or Matt Campbell at Iowa State, instead of having to deal with you know the coach carousel, you know, craziness from you know, like two games, you know, out from the end of the season, you have to deal with those same questions now throughout the rest throughout the rest of your season. On top of trying to cope, people are going to be speculating. You know, is he going to mm-hmm. is he going to be the next one to take the job at USC now? So, this is going to be interesting how a lot of these big name, you know, big name coaches around the country, how they're going to be able, you know, to to take how they're going to be able, you know, to get through the seasons. Considering, you know, again, this is the first time I can think of that. Coach got fired two two days or two two days two weeks into a season, and might as well have been two days. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> yep, and have have to deal with deal with that though. But again, Most, y'all, I, I, I'm I, I, just got back from the college visits at the house and got fired. Ain't even yep. played the game yet. Ain't even, ain't even, ain't even said, ain't even yelled at your kid yet, and and he fired. Then told your kid, oh yeah, man, you gonna you gonna you gonna play, you gonna play the first or second game, man. You you'll be a starter and all this shit. And and your kid and your kid is on the sideline, fucking handing out the fucking Gatorade bottles and shit and the water bottles when the when the starters come back off off the field, man. Hell no. And and I was out today, man, and I saw and I saw a little recruitment going on. It was just. White guy with his three other blacks, of course, one young kid and two other and pa- the and the parents there, and they were outside eating, and and the white guy had on the Alabama football shirt. Bruh, that's that that that's recruiting right there, but is he going to play? Or is he is does he have to wait until his fucking senior year to fucking play in a game? That's the question. If you're going to Alabama, because Alabama stack, man. Alabama stack like, man, woo wee, man, woo wee. Alabama stack. But I'm just saying, like, if you're trying to go to like a D1 school and in the SEC, and it's something like Alabama. Bro, you're gonna have to wait like about two years to even really start. So you might want to try to get to another school where they say you're gonna start and then only take one year. Instead of at Alabama, it may it may take like two or three years. You might be a fucking junior or a senior just getting to play a foot fucking football game. So I I didn't seen I, I didn't seen the recruiting out here, man. It's uh it's on the it's on the low end. It's on the low end. But bro, the, the team the teams if you going to be like I said before, if you're gonna be in the SEC, you gotta be ready. You can't come half stepping. And these two teams that's about to come into the college is about to come into SEC in 2025. You you got they giving you about two and a half years to get your goddamn recruiting up because when you get ready to put that SEC patch on your jersey, 
and put it all around your school, talking about you in the SEC, hey, you better be ready. Because them boys coming from everywhere to play in the SEC. But HBCU's getting some play too, man. I, I hope y'all been watching some of the HBCU games, bruh, because we since they getting primetime television on ESPN, we just got to support and watch the game for like 20 minutes, and I will get them a view on, on the game and, and get the ratings up, man, because they they – they putting some good players out there, but of course it's not like any of the P5 teams, but they still putting some good players out there, man. So I just hope y'all watching some of these HBCU games that come on TV, man. Just a, I'm, just de- a- I'm definitely paying attention to them. Definitely paying attention to primetime's um, journey. Oh, oh, primetime. Oh, primetime got it, man. He didn't got the heat. He didn't got the co-host with Nick Saban on the Aflac commercials, man. So, oh, yeah, yes, oh, primetime about to get all kind of money to Jackson State, bro. No He's doubt. He's making it happen, man. I'm, I'm loving this journey. He's making it happen. Man, yeah, man. So, who, who do y'all think is going to be the future coach of USC? Any takers? I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going with. Uh, I'm going with Eric Bieniemy, man. I feel like he's going to It's going to be someone that we least expected. That's what I think. If if Eric Bieniemy is is playing golf at a, a country club somewhere, he may be able to get in there. But if he ain't, it ain't going to happen, dog. Just saying, man. Just just how things how things work, man. Because when the last time you seen a a black head coach at USC. I'm I'm just asking questions. That's all. Just asking questions. Hey, hey, you have to be first up. Hey, if you're not first, you're about to say, man. hey, if you're not first, man, last, you can be the first. <laughs> if you're not first, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. We gotta pray to sweet baby Jesus for something <laughs> uh, yeah. happen at USC. If you're not first, you're a UConn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, well. Yeah. yeah. Too, but, 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 I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, but, but I got Urban Meyer though, man. Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer ain't staying at Jacksonville, man. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh no, oh no. Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer. Every, he, he his face, his face every game, dog. His <laughs> face every game. Like, ooh, why did I fucking get back? Why did I go to the NFL and why did I go to the Jaguars and take all this money? Because, ooh. These boys rough out here, for sure. He looks like, but, he looks the too. Like he's the baby. He looks bruh, every, bruh, even in preseason, he was looking like, God damn, why did I do this? Was it it wasn't the 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 first regular season game when they got towed up by the young Taylor. But uh I'm gonna let that be. I'm gonna let that be. But yeah, we're talking about yeah, this good we'll old get, college. Yeah, we'll get it. Yeah, we'll get into that later. Right we'll get into that later. Because we still need to make our picks. Yeah, we need yeah. to make our picks for the coming from the coming week yeah, three. But yeah, man. Yes, B, yes. Go, B, go, go ahead and take it, man. Let's go on and do this on um, week three. Uh, who's getting this dub this week in college football? Week the three dub? games. Yep. First one I got is um, number nineteen Arizona State versus number twenty three BYU. 
Don't have too much to say about this game. I got BYU over over Arizona State. Hmm. Yeah. You say, well, okay. Um, no, that's, that's I'm definitely. I think there's some. It, it looks like the it looks like the the the, the fighting you know Herm Edwards have circled the wagon so far, man. I mean they 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 got talent, and I like that quarterback that they that they have. So he they were doing it. I actually got the I, I'll take the fighting Herm Edwards in this one. I'll take Arizona State, man. It looks like they're. They've circled the wagon some, man. I think they have, they'll have enough talent. I think their quarterback is going to be the X factor in the game. So, give me Arizona State. Going, I'm, I'm, I'm going with Reggie on that. That's exactly my my, my reasons behind the Moors were fighting for him, doing anything for her, Big her. And he was one of our arm agents before for the high seat too, wasn't he? Um, so definitely hitting up uh hitting up the Arizona State. Get that win over BYU. What about you, Tarif? Hey man, I'm going. Hey, I'm going with the Mormons, man, for sure. For <laughs> sure, BYU, baby. Uh, two yes. two yeah. bitches after the after the win, man. Two bitches. Well, damn, I'm, my bad, my bad, y'all, my bad. Jeez. What Stephen? Hey, what, um, what Captain America man. says? BYU. Language. Ah yes. <laughs> yes. Keep your fucking kids off the goddamn first rounders, Scott. I was about to say, man, it's too late for that now, man. Yeah. Late, yes, yes. Yeah. Let me ask you, y'all boys gonna be even staying up for this Arizona State BYU game? Cause you know they be playing like at twelve o'clock at night. Yeah, but here. it's on Saturday, man. That's the only thing, bro. Hey, yeah. it's gonna the the ESPN is gonna be like, are you still watching? And I'll be like, I'm gonna be knee deep in something. So anyway, well, so yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> oh, shit. Look, you you like her <laughs> says, you play to win the game. Yep. Yes, you uh, do. I'm I, I'm I'm gonna be winning something, all right. But anyway, hi oh. <laughs> let's go to number one, Alabama versus number eleven, Florida. Yeah, I'm sorry, Tree, but I got um Bama over Florida big. <laughs> Don't know about y'all quarterback. I don't know about y'all quarterback yet, man. So, I understand. I understand. Yeah. And I understand, man. It's it's rough out there. We got we got two quarterbacks that's doing pretty good. Richardson, the the yeah, fifteen. Yeah, Richardson is doing really good, man. But he has a little hamstring issue right now, so we are gonna see, man. But uh, yeah, I'm a, <sighs> damn shit hurtful, bro. But uh, I'm still going with the Gators, man, because it's Gators. Over everything. Ah, yes. That sounds like a faithful fan. Man, I, I feel you, man. I, 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 but no. Go ahead, Reggie. I got no, no, no. I'm about to get the pain cold in, man. It's like, yeah. But still at the end of the day, a few times, man. Like I said, give me Bama by, by however they want. Hmm. Yeah, that um, Bama, Bama's gonna go ahead and take that win, bro. You know, they just that's that that's that um, that's that rolling juggernaut right now, man. They ain't getting stopped. Yes, let's go to um the site of college game day, number twenty-two Auburn versus number ten Penn State. And um, this hear me out on this one right here. Oh, nah. I mean, I'm just I'm going with Auburn. I'm going with Auburn because of my um. 
my uh, boy, his name was Evan Haggard. He used to work with me at, uh, at my job. He died early this year to um, a rare form of cancer. Um, one of the nicest dudes in the world. He's a big Auburn fan. So I'm in honor of this, in honor of that, I'm going, I'm picking Auburn and uh, in honor of him. Go War Eagle. Well, you don't even sound right saying that. But it, <laughs> I really don't for real, man. I don't know why. Understand. <laughs> I understand, man. That's that's that. I mean, it's hurtful and cool at the same time, man. God damn. Rest in peace. Uh, condolences to the family. No uh, uh, but I'm going with Penn State. Goddamn, go Nitty Lions. Boys is ready. The boys gonna be ready, dog. Uh, Auburn showed they ass showed they complete ass last Saturday versus <laughs> uh, versus Alabama State. That shit was ridiculous. That shit, that shit, man. Alabama State just left with the check in a nice fat L on last Saturday. But uh, but yeah, man. Uh, I, I'm really trying to see Auburn versus some uh competition. So, but I, I'm still gonna roll with uh the good old Penn State on this coming Saturday. Same here, man. I'm saying. Because yeah, you would just run up in Happy Valley, man, and expect to just walk out, walk out with an L, guys. You know, walk out with the W, rather. They're gonna walk out with the L, I still believe. Well, that's that's because again, I still don't think Arbor is what we've seen for the past two two games. Now, it's still impressive that there you can still score points, so that many points against opponents, no matter who they are. But at the same time. Alabama State and Akron are not Penn State, man. There, there's levels of this. Man. Penn State, mm. Penn State ain't them boys either. So I, I, I got, I got the fighting James Franklin's in probably you know a seven or ten point game. I think that's going to be a pretty good game. But, but, but again, we got the the James Franklin boys ain't ain't about ain't about let War Eagle walk out of Happy Valley with the W, man. So that, that's mm. that's my pick. I'm rolling with it. Is it is um, it is it War Eagle or Auburn Tigers? That's the question. With the dumbass Alabamians. Well, <laughs> 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 oh, we going there. The question with it. There you go. Um, I I definitely respect um B for um definitely doing that pick for your boy in his memory, man, and mm-hmm. you know condolences and all that good stuff. I'm gonna definitely uh, ride with you on that and go with Auburn too. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Let's go. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's see, let's see, let's see how that works, man. Let's see, see, I can see an upset alert. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of upset alert, like, I did this little bonus game too. Um, Michigan State versus number twenty-four Miami. I think Michigan's gonna win. That. Michigan State's gonna win that game. I'm definitely Miami. Michigan State to win that game. Yeah. State should have won that game last. Hey, year. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm putting them on upset alert right now. I, I really can't say it'll be an upset alert for me because Miami has been looking horrible this season. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. <laughs> it's not really upset. But, is it really upset if the team that they're playing really isn't that good? Right. Yeah, so, that, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm definitely going with the uh, with the the young Sparty, young Sparty to come through. Mel Tucker, put that. Oh, shit, he is the damn head coach over. I forgot about but, that. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see what we'll see what uh the quarterback for Miami does, man. If he can pull something out of his ass, but uh 
we'll see. We'll see. Meditate, sell the things that I cannot change. Like I never sell my ass or my soul for fame. I'm so player, pimp tight, real kosher. I'm devil near. Don't need no deal or exposure for the nation.